welcome to Life Bearings, where three Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And I'm Lena Newman. And this, this is, is Life Bearings. <laughs> Because life is hard. It's hard with alcohol. Or movies. Or a painting. Or the blood of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Egg hunts. Chocolate. Rabbits for some reason. Uh, A nice dinner. And then lots of conversations about why we're doing this. As today's life pairing is Easter with blasted church wine. We discuss perpetual perishing. Uh, ostrich feathers and box office smashes. Perpetual perishing. Yeah, I don't quite understand. I'm interested to see what that's about. Yeah. (laughs) And hopefully we get to know. (laughs) Yeah. I I, didn't pull that one out of my ass this time. That's for sure. Okay. Nice, nice. Um, Easter. You guys are both, you were raised-ish kind of religious-y, right? Yeah, we both went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. and so Easter's uh, a big thing. And Easter's yes, almost it's, it's the biggest thing. It's bigger than Christmas. It's way really? bigger than Christmas. Oh yeah, it's oh. way bigger. Like for Catholics, it's the biggest holiday. Yeah, mm. it's the most meaningful holiday with the most things tied to it. Um, and in true Catholic fashion, it's just horrendous. Like <laughs> the whole thing is. Oh yeah, like... it's just suffering and guilt and shame. <laughs> Honestly, it's... okay. Can you break this down for me? Because I was asking somebody and I wasn't sure. Okay, so there Lent starts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. April, February. I don't know. Forty Whatever. days before Easter. Okay, got it. And then there's Good yeah. Friday, which is when yes. they crucified Jesus. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Right. Because for... okay, I'm really no. like just because we were raised Catholic or. Yeah. It, that doesn't mean I know fucking anything. This is what yeah. I mean, though. I constantly I've literally forgotten everything because I'm not a practicing Catholic. So I've, I mean, I don't know. It was That's so. Nice. There's, there's, uh, okay. There is Holy Thursday. Okay. And then oh, isn't there Ash Wednesday? Is that a thing too? It is, but that's different. That's in oh, February. Okay. Yeah, it's in February. Oh, okay. Is that um, the start of Lent? Potentially, mm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Like, did anyone research this? Uh, <laughs> I well, did. I did church decor, so I'm not. <laughs> I um, thought you guys would know this. Well, no, no I, I do know, but no one. Okay, okay no, Brittany does okay, know. Sorry, I don't Brittany. know. I don't know. Sweet fuck all. So, Brittany. Okay, Brittany, please tell us. Carry okay. On. So, uh, I don't know the Lent part and the Ash part very well. Because that all happens okay. beforehand. That all happens like but that's you're like giving up. Yeah, but first something. you need to know why you are. So the oh, reason okay. behind all of that is that they uh the story goes that the Romans murdered Jesus and crucified him on the cross. Uh and he had to so on Holy Thursday, you're like essentially praying for jesus because you know he's gonna die on good friday and then saturday is something and then sunday he rises 
so there's like oh. it was like 48 hours after so then right, when and they then go look and they move the rock they move the tomb thing there. and then yes. they go in there he's yes he's just like, chilling in there he's like anyways why were they like moving the rock around what were they gonna do like obviously he should have still been there oh i don't know they went to That's go check question. on him or something Bear- oh bury his body maybe Maybe because they had him maybe. in the tomb, and then they were like, "Gonna go get him out of there and then bury him." Yeah. I don't think that's go... how tombs work, but <laughs> me either. And then they opened the tomb, and he was it. just chilling there. <laughs> I don't. Know. Who knows what anyone was thinking going into right. a tomb? Um, look, he. The story is <laughs> they opened the shit, and he was just like, "You guys, what's up? What's that?" He's like, "Oh, He's how like, was hey." <laughs> We were talking about people early off pod. We were talking about people who like wake you up uh, too early and then like guilt trip you because you didn't want to get up till 10 and they got up at seven and they're that's what basically happened. They like open the tomb and he's like, oh, how was your last two days? (laughs) 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 And they were like, I don't know, man. We thought you were dead. He's like, oh, yeah, because I was I was busy. I don't know. Dying for your sins. (laughs) Right. Right? Yeah. He's very passive. And then being resurrected. Yeah, he's like, hello. Oh. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> am I tired? Am I tired? No one even asked. Yeah, I've been busy coming <laughs> back to life. How about that? You guys, are I, just thought he was, I thought he was an angel now, but also no. God. But no, also he's... a ghost? I'm no, wrong. Carla, okay. no one knows what truly happened. Look, okay. he can't. He came back to life. He came back to right. life. Oh, he came back to life. Okay. Yeah, that's what resurrected means, good doing. I know, but then I thought, like, but then, <laughs> but he's not still around. I know. So did he die again? Yeah, dude, you can only resurrect once. You oh, don't yeah, know when did fu- he really die? You don't. Yeah. You guys don't know how Weird. magic works? <laughs> <laughs> no, Brittany, tell us. I guess not. So I, I do actually then? love because I used to be one of these people because I went through this phase after going to Catholic school and then realizing this wasn't my journey or thing, something that I believed in. I went through right. this very like passive aggressive phase where I'm like, so, okay, <laughs> let me get this straight. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but neither does <laughs> any religion ever. So if you try to like yeah. dissect what's happening, you're going to be like, wait a minute, there's a lot of red flags in this Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so it is funny to me um, okay, when so people what like happens on the art. monday then oh, okay so this is a, i think i think that the monday is the actual holiday yeah the monday yeah. is the actual but holiday. it's not celebrated here like we get good friday in the uk we would get friday and monday off right and some places here get it but it's the monday's not a stat i think the monday i think people celebrate easter on sunday because it's easier i think so too dude so maybe I, I think Monday. it's Easter Monday is the actual because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So yeah, that would be the third day. Oh, okay. Would be the Monday. Yeah. I don't know why it's celebrated on Sunday. Maybe because that's like a religious day. Like Sunday is the yeah. Lord's you're going day. to church anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So well. <laughs> oh, and then to circle uh, back, the forty yeah. days is because yeah. you know that that suffrage took place you're then giving something up to i don't know also suffer <laughs> yeah that's that's basically what it is it's I like hear, it's, yeah, I yeah. religions are big on the suffering part they love yes it. you do have to suffer unless you're like kind of at the top and then you get to have lots of gold yeah more and, gold. yeah exactly 
Um, golden hose. That's what happens. Golden hose is the top of the church. <laughs> I thought you said um, golden gold and hose. Like I did that say that. Said. Yeah, that should oh. be the Pope's next uh, album that he releases. Golden hose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's true. Oh. Um, oh yeah, know. hose. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Edit that out. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. We're <laughs> just making up trash. I'm like, yeah, golden yeah. hose. You know. Um, oh, I get it. I got it. <laughs> most uh, yeah. so, so most Christians okay. refer to the week before Easter as Holy Week, which in Western Christianity contains the day of Easter, including oh Monday Thursday, c- Monday. commemorating Monday the last day, the last supper. Oh, that's right, that was the last supper, as well as Good Friday commemorating uh, commemorating right. the crucifixion and the death of Jesus. Um. And then, uh, let's see, in the same days that the events are commemorated with the names of the days, all starting with holy or the great, like, so it differs in every, like, thing, every region, it seems, which days are celebrated and which has more emphasis. Um, the week before is, like, this big, long thing, though. It's, like, basically, it was, like, he was sentenced to death. Our our build-up to Christmas or whatever, but... And there's probably like a pilgrimage or something, right? To like the Holy Land during oh, this time. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm assuming. I would imagine. Um, there's a lot of that because they didn't have vacations. They just had pilgrimages. <laughs> yeah, no one went to Cancun. They went on a no. pilgrimage. Yeah, they went on yeah. a pilgrimage. 40 days and 40 I mean, a lot nights. of the times this, I think they probably went to like Spain and Italy. So it was kind of like Cancun. Can you imagine? I wonder this if it was is... all inclusive. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) welcome to religious talk with life pairing where we just don't know anything here's the thing too so i mean this will lead into the psychology if you guys are ready for that transition Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. being in catholic school uh like we said off the top all of this is horrendous like it is an awful story to tell children (laughs) Just like most stories from the Bible. Any story from the Bible. Yeah, that it's, one where it's they're quite, quite violent. They can be very depressing. The one all, where God asks the guy to like sacrifice his kid. Oh, you're talking. Also, then there's one where they old, split the child. Old Testament. Yeah, you're talking yeah, Old I'm Testament, like, baby. Yeah. Old there's Testament was shit ruthless. in there. I'm like, it's very. Oh, confusing. there's some pretty dark stuff. Yeah. Actually, it's not something that you'd read like for happy. To be fair, though, if you think back, like, even fairy tales in the last, like, 200, 300 years ago, they're pretty dark, too. That's true, yeah. Like, I think everything back in the day, like, even 2,000 years ago, was... We were really trying to make those kids scared. Well, because they could get hurt, I guess, by a lot of different things. Do you know? now children can't really get hurt, because people will get sued. No, this is how I stop every child from getting hurt. I always go, hot, hot. Like, even if it's just, like, the edge of something. Like, I don't want them yeah. to go over an edge. I go, hey, that's really yeah. hot. On If you go yeah. too close, it's too hot. And for some reason, they just respond so <laughs> that, well like, to hot. Understand. Yeah, they're right. like, for some reason, they oh. don't understand that's a cliff that drops 3,000 feet. But they do understand hot. So you just go, hot. Yeah. That's lava down there. You don't want to die in lava, do you? Ooh. This is, a good, uh, this is good. Kids do you understand? Advice. Yeah, they understand. Hot. Hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's also a good way to find things if you're doing a treasure hunt with somebody too. Cold, cold, hot, cold. hot, yeah. hot. Yeah. Marco Polo. No, that's not the 
but yeah, dude. So uh, sorry. all of sorry, all of this sorry. was just like insane. And I and me and Lena yeah. both were went to Catholic school, and like the state, dude. You don't just learn that he died. Uh, right. You don't just look at a visual twelve months out of the year of like um a clothed man hanging by his hands and his fucking neck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like on a cr- yeah. like crucifixion also like was a way to kill people in history and it is yeah. one of the most yeah. brutal deaths like there is not much more brutal death than crucifixion oh i don't know there's a few interesting you don't because it's the longest is it the longest one you don't die you take so well long and, and it's also the public i guess thing so, yeah. too because yeah. you're hung or not hung like you're you're put up on the, the cross God, this is getting dark. Um, yeah. But it's basically for people to see and to shame you. So you're, you, you know, you're nailed to this cross by your hands and your feet. Yeah. And you're left there until you die, which could be days. Right. Which could be right. days. And they don't hang you like it shows like him being hung by his palms. But actually where they do it is like in your wrist. So basically it's going through like. It doesn't tear because there's bone there that supports you. Yeah, because I think I've somebody came out very recently talking about um, how they would have done it because yeah, it, you physically wouldn't be able to. Um, yeah, so they basically do it, it in a way stay. that you hang there and essentially bleed out for a day. Yeah, and not to mention, so that's okay. That's just a visual that you're presented with as a child till death. Right. Basically, like right. this is what. This is what happened and, to him. And, and he died like, for you. Yeah, I was going to say. And then they throw in the guilt. Yeah, you're the reason he's there. Because you yeah. were you born, you as a child were born without sin because Jesus did this. And so he died for you to be born without sin. And then, so there's that just looping over you all the time. And then yeah. Easter's a special time where you <laughs> spend this whole week just knowing this is happening. And then you practice the stages of the cross. And more what? often than not, you get to do a little play about it. <laughs> so there's like, I don't know. I can't remember how many stages of the cross there is. I think there's like between like, I think it's like eight and 12. I can't quite remember the exact number. But there's it's like. It's got to be 12. 12 stages, right? Because it's like, tw- yeah, that makes more oh, sense. Oh, no. Well, I'm looking it up. Okay. So I just feel like-, like 12 is like a religious number. It is or something, Yeah, right? 12 and 40. 40 is a big one. Um, I don't think there's 40. No, there's definitely like 12. No, I'm just saying 40 Anyways. is a big religious number. Sorry. Um, uh, yes, no, you're right. Yeah, for sure. So you then do these, like you practice the stages. There's 14. Excuse me, 14. Ooh, 14. We were all what wrong. What do you mean stages? Like... Uh, like him getting the cross. So, oh, basically oh, he, okay. he has to carry the cross up a hill. Right. He has to carry his own cross while people like stone him to death, essentially. Yeah. And then he, there's once like he, I think he falls three times. Yeah. Three is another religious number. So he falls right. three times. Um, yeah. And, and then, then he, like- yeah. So it's like, it, I think it starts from like when he's first like condemned to death. And then it's like all these steps until he's laid in. And you guys had to act this out? Yeah. 
Yeah. Huh. I don't think I ever did. Brittany I... was a bit of a, she was a theatrical child. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sure that Brittany signed up for this fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, I want to play Jesus. They're like, you're a girl. I was like, okay, well, I want to parry it. I want to play one of the cops that hangs up. They're like, like, not allowed. <laughs> I was like, not allowed. I was like, fuck, this sucks. Um, they also like, have. There's it. only two roles for women. You're either the whore or you're the mother. Or the so mother, exactly. <laughs> who do you want to be? You're either the bitch that cleans his feet or the bitch that fucking sucks his toes. Who do you want to be? I'm like, oh, clean, God. I guess? I I'll, know, right? I guess yeah. I'll clean. We're all getting struck by lightning, by the way. <laughs> Um, blasphemous podcast. Blasphemous this podcast. But I'm okay. I'm not Catholic. Oh, well, yeah. I'm Carl. I'll be fine. I came from the United Church. We just probably did egg hunts and then we just stopped going. Yeah. And like <laughs> celebrated gay marriage. Like, I love that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. True. Um, I mean, that was past my time. They, I wouldn't have understood when I was going to. No, but the United, I think the fun. United Church is good. I like that. Yeah. I so actually then- thought that our pastor was, or whatever they're called, um, was was God because because he's a really old man and he's bald and I thought that was who God was. Yeah, you're like this. Maybe he was. Who are we to know who God is? Just like Santa. Well, apparently God is Jesus, but also a ghost, but also the Trinity. No, it's different. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm. It, I need to watch Sister Act right now. <laughs> it's different in every um <laughs> in every sector. Right. Some people believe that. God. So in Catholicism, uh, people believe that God and Jesus are separate. Oh, okay. And the Holy Ghost is just a spiritual thing, I guess. I don't. I never really understood the Holy Ghost thing. Right. And then in Lutheranism, like for Protestantism, I think they believe that God and Jesus are one. Which would make God having sex with Mary... No one had sex with Mary. Okay. She was. Yeah, the Immaculate Conception. It was the Immaculate Conception. So she didn't have sex with anyone. (laughs) Okay. Mary didn't do stuff with her vagina, all right? Um, Oh. Joseph was just as shocked as the next guy. Yeah, I got questions about a lot of things. So, this, um, the only reason I kind of have gotten kind of obsessed with all this stuff is. I've been listening to Totalis Rankium, which is like they do all the Roman emperors and stuff. And uh, and the I think they're called like conclaves or not conclaves. Um, there There's all these meetings that the church would keep having throughout the early, um, you know, first to sixth century or whatever, because they were like, oh, we have to make decisions on this. And like they'd have to decide, you know, right. Is is this, you know, like you said are they the three the same are they not and then like basically what would happen is just two religions would form yeah it was basically decided at a round table like amongst you know leaders yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's why i'm it's not for me i appreciate people who it is for (laughs) it's not my thing but honestly like I'm, i'm i'm really past this point of like this this like making i like to like ingest but like the real like making i just don't care anymore i used to be right. so angry about how being religious or other people being religious or religion and now i'm just like well and whatever we man also we're in the bible belt too so we're in the the mean protestant part oh uh, like we're my, not most of my we're hmm? not in the bible belt the bible belt would yeah. be like lethbridge medicine hat 
uh we're, brooks we're we're getting there there's people there's definitely in here it's not i, I might see my most of my experience was the protestant side and people being not very <laughs> nice it's a lot of bullying i mean this is what happens when you like get teenagers to find religion guess what sometimes they're not very nice and i don't really remember anything being about easter it was more like oh you're just i don't know what they believe with the sin stuff i think you just are always sinning in protestantism <laughs> that could be you're and never the, really. we're all, i don't so know the first to... thing that i like heard about like protestants and catholics mm. and their beef was football <laughs> really yeah. oh like soccer yeah oh yeah that's probably yeah. true so that's not religious. It's meaningless. Like religion is kind of crazy this way. It's and nuts. I'm I'm reading a book right now that I <laughs> talked about a couple podcasts ago, but didn't know the name of it because I was like, I'm gonna read this. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying it's called uh, "The Weirdest People in the World." Is the oh. and then it's it is. Let me see here. The weirdest people in the world, how the West became psychologically peculiar and particularly preposterous. And they talk <laughs> about... That does sound interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super interesting because it's like we really in the West here settled so differently than anywhere else in the world because mm. we're such a new society. Um, the church had a lot right. to do with a lot of stuff. So like how they were talking about like right before people started moving over to the West was um, the when the literacy rates started going up essentially. And the church was responsible for the uh, up, up flux or of, influx. of influx of yeah. uh, literacy. No, cause the, the I'm trying to say, I just want to say upward up flux. Movement. Isn't that barfing? Yeah, I, I just want to say upchucks. <laughs> the uh, they were they're responsible for pe- literacy rates going up. Is essentially what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, influx. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but people were uh went from five percent literacy until the church started handing out pamphlets and the Bible went from five percent to like sixty percent. In but like, that wasn't Catholicism because in Catholicism, um, no, it was Protestant. Oh, Protestantism, pro- yeah, Protestantism yeah. is all about your direct access to God, whereas Catholicism, you have like that whole church uh, right. hierarchy, and they're the ones that tell you, um, yeah, what 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 the books say. Don't yeah, be but, reading no books. No, but so interesting enough, <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, was that uh, when people. S- started reading they were reading religious script so like so much was like people basic learning was like based on like teachings of jesus and it just so that it was just so easy to make anybody believe anything because it was like that was the first thing they were reading and they never read before so they didn't know like could this be fake could this be real like literally anything in text was like word of god like it was the it was as real as it gets to them yeah the only other books that were like oh yeah sorry go ahead carla well the only other kind of big book at the like back then was also um what was it called pilgrim's progress yeah Um, so again it's it's a fictional story it's not actually the bible um but it was you know 
all about religion and yeah. going on your on your your religious holiday. Yeah, nice. so but so it was like really easy. So like relig like all these things were like easy to teach people because that was their only ex- at like that's all their only access to like, you know, literature was yeah. these two things. And well, like, and also too like back in the day like um like people needed like a sense of why like a purpose like why they were here. Mm-hmm. And community. Like, especially cuz there was no like science, there was no like there was no like Big well, Bang Theory. Of... It was like you needed something to like you had to believe in something. Yeah. Like why you were here, you had to believe you were going somewhere after your life. And it justifies all the suffering that you're doing, you know, working yeah. like, a shit. And there was job there wasn't anything else. else. It was just like you know, God this is like God's way. This is his Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, people, like they there. only had that to believe in. Yeah, so. some might say it was like a manipulation. No, it, it absolutely. That's exactly. Well, it, yeah, no, I, well, that for was, sure. But they, they, there was no other thing to. No, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. you just believed it. There was no like, internet. There was no like science. <laughs> I'm like, right? No science, right? I'm like, there was a bit of science, but the, but science know. was very much tied into. I mean, like we're talking. This would be like more into the medieval, like. We could be like here for four hours talking about this. I know when I started diving into this, I was like, "Oh my god!" Because then I was just like, "Do I even have time to find out why we fucking look at it? Try to find eggs." (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, what's yeah that whole business? Yeah, does anybody know what the egg thing is? Uh, the egg thing. Bunnies? No, it's Hallmark, right? Yeah. Um look for eggs here what the fuck this is so funny although in although eggs in general were traditional symbols of fertility and rebirth in christianity for the celebration of easter tide easter eggs symbolized the empty tomb of jesus from which jesus resurrected ah, okay. really also it does have a, re- a religious like religious. background or what's whatever. the chocolate then why is, was there chocolate in his it's um... the chocolate of christ <laughs> you never heard of the blood of christ you never heard of the chocolate of christ oh i didn't know about chocolate christ i didn't know yeah, that was dude. an option right, you're missing out man you yeah. went to your godless Go to school your godless chocolate chocolate school <laughs> we, had, we had a lot of chocolate but i it wasn't jesus chocolate so well um, you're going straight to hell i know i've been told that many times but that's mostly by protestants <laughs> protestants so- protestants Protestant. yeah they sound almost as crazy as the catholics so. they are i actually like understand i like catholicism sometimes and i don't really like it better but like at least you guys have you know confession you have a way of getting away you know getting rid of your sin i like that i aspect. guess yeah i guess yeah. Um, it's pretty tainted though <laughs> it is but it's then pretty, but in pretty like weird. protestant you're just you're just sinful and and they don't have confession them, the protestants no no, no. There's no God. way to like. What do they do? Just live with their wretched guilt? Basically, <laughs> God like, never forgives you. The only way to really like get more get it is to get more people into your things. It's basically an MLM. Oh my God! <laughs> it, it is. is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, all religion is like that, but I never would have put it that way. We've actually covered a cup a couple of things now that are talking about this sort of spring new 
year yeah. kind of the like that and like I guess that goes into the eggs I don't you know I don't know if traditionally yeah I mean it, but that's a rebirth well like yeah so that actually sounds more like it like yeah like you know the eggs and the like coloring them like nice spring colors yeah yeah it's like it's kind of like a renewal yeah 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 so it was and almost you have like to remember like the end of the year traditionally for a long time was like um march like the end of march yeah so yeah that's your easter right. is like yeah this whole renewal thing that's there we go let's look at it like that rather than somebody dying by bleeding out on a cross well i mean we're gonna have to call it yeah. something different but i feel <laughs> i feel like easter has been trademarked <laughs> we are gonna have to we'll have to but come I'm up sure with some tied- new branding <laughs> I'm sure it's tied to lots of other um, more pagan, in quotes, like... I bet you there are so many pagan um, celebrations that come around springtime and, and like, the mm-hmm. shift and, like... Because there is, and as I've mentioned, <laughs> this is my time of year when I always feel like this yeah. is... I make the biggest change in my life. I do something new. I do... It's the point of the year where I'm the most reflective. And I've never really been able to figure out why. But it's always around, like, March or April where I'm, like okay, what are we doing? What's going on here? Do you I think that has anything to do with your bringing, upbringing in no, I, Catholic, like, I don't think so. Going through that week of like, Maybe I was traumatized at a happening. young age. I was like, oh my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> no, you if it has going, anything to do with it, it's probably from being... You were going through like a, a theatrical birth. So <laughs> maybe every year. Maybe Brittany is Jesus. Um, that's what this is, that's going to be the, that'll be the, uh, a lifetime movie, the Brittany Lysing story. How can I make this about me? Um, (laughs) where I, a story of how I became Jesus, how I became Jesus, how I'm just like, I'm like, I think I should do, I see that everybody wants a turn and there are 14 stages, but I have an idea. What if I did all of them? Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to junior high. I'm like, oh. I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't think Tanner's really pulling his fucking part around here. <laughs> You're like, I'll just be Jesus the cross. and Mary Magdalene. I'm just like, and everyone You're else. just doing a single, what do they call the single man play or whatever? Yeah. One man play. I'm doing like old queen jokes while I'm up there. I'm the one like, man band? Yeah, I'm just like, but I'm just up there like in the church. I'm like, I'll be Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Magdalene. I'll just go fuck myself. Am I right? Anyways. <laughs> So Anyways, like, that's my time. Yeah, <laughs> my time. I see lightning coming. So <laughs> they're just like, "Okay, Brittany, thank you so much." I don't even get in the play. I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> it sucks." Oh. oh god. Well, that's so, my Easter. Yet another psychological. Well, this one's a, tra- a bit of a tra- um, uh, traumatic. Traumatic. Uh, oh yeah. So also, I was gonna. I did say p- perpetual perishing, which is. Uh... <laughs> Which now I realize I didn't even touch on. Essentially, this holiday is just equated to death and rebirth and death and rebirth and death and rebirth. But it's it's like a lot more on the death side of things for some reason, religiously. It's really right. sig- it's ne- it's so little of it has to do with the rebirth and so much is oh. focused on the death. If you think about how the holiday is structured. Um, yeah. Um, but there was a, a, a funny quote I just read it because it, it's sort of the article I was reading was just actually published in the Vancouver Sun, which was um, 
you know, it was an interesting article about why we, the psychology behind Easter and why we are so obsessed maybe with death or like, no pun intended, but you know, did the chicken come before the egg or, you know, whatever it's like, did, were we obsessed with death before religion or did this like pummel us with the idea that we are going to die, you know? all the time um but uh, there was a psychologist uh alfred uh north whitehead that famously said we were all we are always perpetually perishing <laughs> which i thought was oh, kind of fun. yeah you're slowly dying and, yeah. <laughs> not not lovely at all but i just was like that's true <laughs> yeah yes. it's funny like i don't i don't get the death thing from easter being a Ooh. slightly raised protestant i guess slash atheist um I didn't even know about all the death stuff. I mean, I knew he died, but I was like, thought it was much more focused on the rebirth. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it um, was really, it was really, he died for you. So clean yeah. up your desk. How about that? <laughs> and you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I got it. And the funniest thing is my um, parents are not religious at all. So I'd go home with like all this like shat on my face and then I'd just be like, <laughs> oh God, what is this? My dad's like, I don't know. I'm Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like i don't really be- i don't really believe it but we just put you in there because the, so- the school system's better and i was like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so like, that is i don't know i don't know that it's necessarily better no in in the in alberta um because it's only alberta and ontario i think that do this weird thing where we only have um we have like normal school and with catholic school and i think catholic school gets more funding um, a lot of the time. Oh. So if you could get your kid into Catholic school, that was a big thing. It was always the thing. I yeah. remember that as yeah. And then, but everybody else now, when I like lived in Vancouver, or I lived in the UK, they're like, "What?" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh." And and like there, they're like, "Well, we have private schools." Well, like, this is oh. a funny thing. I did an interview one time um, for when I was releasing my album. And they were like, "Well, you came from a uh, pretty hoity-toity up upbringing," and I was like, "Did I?" <laughs> <laughs> you're I like yes was... i did thank you yes, i was like yes, yes we are very well off. <laughs> i was like i don't really think so man. all of your um yeah in my wear. blue collar uh talk all the time <laughs> but i was laughing so hard i was like i don't think so man why do you think that he's like well you went to a private school and i was like i went to a catholic school and he's like yes oh. private and then separate that's what they're called the separate yeah. school separate the separate school, school board yeah and uh he was like that's not I was like, no, you can just go if you're Catholic. He was like, what is going on over there? <laughs> it is really weird. It is a little bit of a st- an I never thought it was that weird, but I mean, I guess if you grew up that way. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't think it until I went elsewhere and then I was like, oh yeah, why is that? And also I don't I don't think of Alberta as a super Catholic. It's not place. really. Like, there's a lot of more like this is definitely more um like the born again, what do you, what do you call them? Um evangelical stuff oh is there yeah i well i feel that's what a lot i don't of know i think I calgary know. like i mean if i'm talking like if we're talking about calgary yeah i don't think you can really tell yeah you could only you know really like the more like, like predominant religion i think there's so many people that and it doesn't really matter but like yeah maybe like south of the City and... south of calgary is yeah that's what i was talking about the bible like because you were saying the bible we are not, i promise oh yeah you, the bible bill yeah, yeah we're not in it it's like it's like lethbridge medicine hat brooks like all those places that are like there are there's more churches in those cities than you wouldn't even be able to attend 
Right. Although I do have to say, when we moved here, my husband was very surprised at how many churches we have in Calgary. Yeah, lots of churches. But it's not... I mean, I think it is just... But it's not all Catholic. I mean, there's so many... No, 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 no. There's like... Different kinds. Yeah. I I guess it... Yeah, I always see Alberta as like a more religious because we are kind of like the Texas of America or whatever. Canada, sorry. This so it's much like, more religious. Well, and we probably are, and considering that we yeah. do have the um the option to do a the there is a Catholic yeah. school. Um also the I mean, obviously that's I would a beg thing, so. I'd beg to argue that uh <laughs> the Maritimes and uh yeah. the French, so all of Quebec and Oh yeah. They're much that, more I would associate that much more well, the French I would associate much more with Catholicism. And uh, Saskatchewan is all farmers who are pretty notoriously probably Protestant, not Catholic, yeah. but definitely, definitely. Reli- pretty religious. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna get the same thing in Manitoba. You're, you're honestly the two. It's just Vancouver and Toronto. <laughs> and no, but to- um, Ontario has a much more uh, has the the separate system too. I think. Yeah, I they think. do, but that yeah, but there's like. Alberta always gets pegged for this, and I think because yeah. I don't quite know why, but it's pretty. I don't. I don't know. I would love to see some numbers. Yeah, it's just weird because you think um, we were colonized by the British, which were Protestant at the time, and the it French. makes sense that Quebec would be Catholic. Yeah, and then we just have this random thing where we only have two types of school here. Yeah. Well, but there is no. So this is the thing too. It's just you just don't know about it. There's other types of private mm-hmm. school because my friends. Oh yeah, but it's not. Um, you just have to be Muslim and now. you have to yeah. like apply to go there and then get accepted. Like it is. It's also not. Like, and it would not, cost money for your parents, right? Um. No, he just went to. They just. There's just in the northeast of Calgary. There's just Muslim schools. Like you don't have to pay extra to go there. You just have to be Muslim. Right. So, oh no. Okay. Right. Sorry. But I, I thought mean, you were talking. I thought you were talking about like private schools here, like Strathcona or whatever. Oh yeah, there is because obviously schools. I wasn't listening to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but the, I, I just don't think that was, it, it was always I like when I was growing was. up. There was only two two types of schools. I mean, there was private school, but there, but I didn't know anybody that was going there. I'm, um, not, I'm not hoity-toity like Brittany. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you're super hoity. Yeah, Brittany, we like yeah to the same school. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Um. All right. Well, maybe we can get out of this fucking black hole that is this section and move yeah. on to uh, his story. Uh, maybe Carla can give us something historical. Um, I am going to cover the 19th century Easter parades in New York City. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. I had not. No. No, I, I never have. Not. So this was happening on Easter Sunday. Because we reasons we're not 100% sure. Um, and it was held <laughs> along Fifth Avenue in New York City. And it featured the wealthy and the elite of the New York society and their elaborate post-Lent finery. Ooh. Oh. So what happened? So oh, the sorry. big... Oh, no. A post-Lent yeah. finery. So there would be like a big a feast. I, I think... Imagine. So what... From a lot of the things that I've read, and you guys can maybe um, talk me through this, uh, 
Christmas is much more on the food thing. I think uh, okay. from we're sort of spe- yeah. speaking of like America, um, North American society. Whereas Easter apparently was much more on the new fashions. Which oh, oh yeah, like yeah, spring yeah, fashion. Exactly. Like you're putting away your sweaters and you're breaking out your um less sweaters if you live here. <laughs> right. You're you're lighter lighter yeah, you're lighter sweaters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I say that. I'm a I'm a hundred percent all year round wearing a tank top and if you can if I as soon as it gets, you know, to a certain point I'm in shorts. So um I'm just cold all the time. That's fine. So Anyways, what would happen is all the rich people would go out to Manhattan. So this is like St. Uh, is it St. Patrick's Cathedral, like all those fancy Gothic churches. All the big elites that you would find in this. Uh, this really is back to there's that new show, The Gilded Age, that's on. That oh, has. I've heard of that. I haven't seen it, though. I haven't seen it either. But um, this is kind of into that sort of society. So they would go to church, and then at the end of church, they would walk down Fifth Avenue to, you know, maybe go for lunch or to pay social calls. So it kind of evolved that then people would kind of come out to see, like, oh, what are the new fashions? Because these were the people that were the only ones that were having access to, um, you know, the Parisian fashions, you know, whatever was new. I mean, we're talking, like, 1880s here. Right. Um, So... Yeah, so they basically had this little fashion parade. And it's a little bit rooted in the custom of going for a Sunday walk after church. Um, But, I mean, there was also this weird thing that kind of happened. Apparently, Easter was not a big thing previous to this. Or it wasn't a... It was much more of a... Well, as you guys said, it was a very solemn uh, holiday or event. Right, yeah, it was sad. sad. It wasn't time for celebrations. Um, but for some reason, uh, the churches started decorating more. So they would decorate, obviously, on Christmas. And then decorating with lots of flowers, obviously spring, became a really big thing. So all of these Gothic churches would do these amazing floral, uh, you know, decorations with all sorts of different colors and getting flowers from different places in the world and so you know if the church is all dressed up well then we should get dressed up too right hell yes this is, it's so funny it's like it, it the church like going back to like what we we're talking mm-hmm. about before too it's like god they really decided a lot yeah they just- <laughs> like in a society <laughs> There's just like a like society really reflected what was happening like based on going for a stroll after yeah. church like it, it like that's why all these things do like continue to surprise me because I'm like oh this was rooted in something that was uh, a church event or this and then it caught like caught fire and people were like oh the new fat like I don't know I find it very yeah interesting. and like it feels very much like against kind of it, it's like contrary to the sort of you know religious piety and whatever but. But you you were reflecting the holiday in your um, dress and specifically your hat, uh, which is where right. like the ostrich feathers would come. So they would be decorated with faux flowers, uh, taxidermy birds, 
in your hat, in your bonnet. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you remember seeing like little, yeah, little like sparrows and stuff in people. Yeah, what? I don't actually remember God. like physically seeing it, like with my own eyes. But yeah, yeah, yeah that was like a yeah, thing. Hundred percent. So, uh, and it also related back to the tradition of you would, because uh, you know, in history we never had a lot of clothes we would have different clothes for different things so you might have a different style of dress for a baptism to a funeral to weddings or like a fast you might have like a certain dress that you wear um i think priests wear special vestments is that the correct word like they have different for, yes they, they do wear. have di- yeah, they're different like um i don't know yeah like whatever you said um garb, garb. yeah I would yeah, say, like um, they're little, like uh, you know. So priests are having different colors for Easter in their clothing, and I think it's purple. I think it's purple is Easter. Oh, okay, it okay. is purple. So uh, they would then, you know, kind of have this, and then it got tied into this whole um, sort of what was happening. Obviously, it was a lot easier to make clothes, so you would be able to get more clothes like there was more milliners or more dressmakers this was also the start of department stores so actually okay. people would go out and they would sit there so dressmakers and milliners would line the streets and they would watch the parade and they would make sketches of these ensembles that the rich were wearing and then those could be copied by the department stores which within weeks had the stuff out yeah wow so that's crazy so you have that yeah. crazy yeah um if you there's apparently a fred astaire and judy garland film from 1948 called the uh called easter parade which kind of talks about a little bit of this so yeah and again uh this new new clothing you know i guess is sort of tied to the sort of rebirth of christ but also that it's spring uh, i read things that was like you know um if you didn't get new clothes for easter bad things could happen to you you could have a bad year oh this is so funny because my mom has always got us clothes for easter really and i've never yeah she always i don't know what it is like like this is probably what that is yeah this is probably what this is that's a thing we didn't get jack shit for easter because (laughs) well i got chocolate (laughs) oh yes we got chocolate we um yeah my mom would hide chocolate and then the dog would eat it so oh no Oh, I know, but it's we, the, um, the Purdy's chocolate. She was fine. Okay, good. It's, there's like honestly no chocolate in like unless you're like oh sorry like, not even Purdy's like, sorry only... not Purdy's Purdy's is good. Right. Um, you know like the superstore right. right shitty chocolate that yeah just like the shit eggs the shit eggs yeah so Kobe <laughs> yeah, would get into the shit eggs. eggs and god damn it she loved it and yeah. she was <laughs> fine Aww. may she rest in peace. She didn't die from chocolate poisoning. I was gonna say <laughs> she, had she died of old in. age oh, and not from okay. chocolate. <laughs> not from Easter. No. Um, there was also we talked about this in a Christmas episode maybe a, last year or two years ago about storefronts starting to decorate for Christmas. So this was a big thing in New York because they have these all these departments. Yeah, and they stores. do it in like September. <laughs> yeah. So now also this back in this time in, in the 1890s, 1890s uh, stores fronts would have all these crazy decorations 
you know, with the kind of rabbits and chickens and eggs and whatever. But also they would have Christian iconography. So like, you know, miniature churches, pipe organs, like stained glass, crosses, lilies, all that kind of stuff. So there's this weird combination of like consumerization of Easter, but mixed with American religion, which is, I mean, still very true to, to this day. Right. Yeah. Um, and also it kind of, in theory, it ties like the religious hopes with the consumer dreams. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. kind of weird. That is super religion. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Consumerism. That's not supposed to go hand in hand. I know, but it, but it Wait does. A damn minute. Ugh, God, everything is fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, so so that a lot of the fashions, like I said, were these um, big oversized hats, and actually they still have this parade. Uh, going on so what ended up happening with fifth avenue was there used to be like a ton of mansions down that way i'm guessing like you know thing people like the astors and the vanderbilts and maybe all those people right um but they all moved uptown i assuming to like around the park central park so the their mansions were then torn down and replaced with luxury store and department stores such as Saks Fifth Avenue. And so this parade became a little bit more touristy, but then was very much tied still to this, you know, luxury fashion. And uh, yeah, it still happens today. You can go and then there's, you know, people wear big fancy hats and it's all, it's a ve- it's such a weird thing. I don't, I don't, I'm like very obsessed with it. And I don't understand what is the, how this evolved. I still don't like, I write actually like a, a scholarly journal on this. Cause I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> how did this happen? Yeah, no doubt. Well, I don't know how it happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, Why asking me? Like, I think it was just a lot of that. Like consumerism was happening. You know, you were able to buy more clothes you know right yeah for sure fast fashion of the you know 19th century um and early 20th yeah this was again this i hate to go back to my dumb book Mm. that i keep referencing but it, it was really all of these things were coming into play all at once and like yeah these fast fashion things these these the access to new fashion from different regions was a new thing yeah like being able to get like Parisian fashion in the United States was like a big stinky deal. So obviously only the rich could get it and that's going to follow suit because there's always going to be, regardless of like whether the, the best intentions, there's always going to be a hierarchy of people. Yeah. So you're always going to have somebody who's got the best thing and everybody else is going to kind of pawn after that. Like, you know, yeah. Oh God. I, I just like the idea of somebody yeah. sitting there on the side of the street, like drawing a picture of some fancy lady's dress to be like, "Okay, guys, let's go let's make go this. make this yeah. for cheap." Um, yeah. Apparently, Easter in the 1890s, Easter was the primary event for dry goods stores. So not so dry goods would be like, I was like, does that mean rice? <laughs> I literally was gonna say, oh yeah, like rice. <laughs> but I think that means like you know clothing. Um, Oh, okay. Home yeah, before. sure. Yeah. More so than Christmas. Okay. But I guess that goes back to what you guys were talking about. What that that Easter is a bigger holiday than Christmas for. It's a bigger holiday. Yeah. Well, it's just a bit for more Christmas. religious one. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. It's like in like the general when... like 
help. I mean, for everyone else, Christmas is obviously bigger, but right for um, Catholics, yeah. Well, even like it's it's Easter for for the Jewish. Even like Hanukkah is not the biggest holiday. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, it's. I think it's like Passover or something, and I think it, and I think Passover aligns with Easter oh, as okay. well. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just not. It's so that makes sense to me that like it. But but Christmas because it is about gift giving. That's essentially where, like, it, it changed so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As we've discovered, it was mostly the Germans who like <laughs> built really built the Christmas holiday. Yeah, they did. Um, they did not build the Easter holiday. Apparently, that's the Americans in New York. I guess. Interesting. Um, yeah. So. Uh yeah. So go out, buy yourself a nice fine dress and a fancy hat. Make sure it's not a bird on it. it. Yeah, get a bird. Find a bird outside, stuff it, and put it in your hat. Fucking with bird hat. Yeah, for sure. So there's some great images. I'll try to put some links in the show notes. Uh from these. Like with all of them in there. The next life pairings merch will feature a bird on it. Bird on it. Yes, a bird hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new sub uh, group called uh, "Bitches and Bird Hats." <laughs> it's just gonna be me following. It's just Brittany like wearing a bird hat. Just me in a bird like, hat for guys. her whole just life. Auditioning for the twelve stages <laughs> of the cross. In my You're bird like, hat. Do you need the hat? You're like it's 14. very important for Easter time, right? Fifteen. Don't know How... if you know. What did I say? Fourteen. Fourteen. You said fourteen. I think. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then that's what I said. <laughs> Interesting. Um, all right. Well, speaking of pairing um, items with Easter, such as hats, uh, Lena, what are you pairing with Easter today for? <laughs> you guys are going to hate this and maybe love it. <laughs> Yay. And it's okay. <laughs> the main guy has been in the media lately. Will Smith? No. Well, yes, this is because of Will Smith. Okay, Sorry, the so, slap just happened to people that are not listening. Yes, it happened last. Oh my god, last week. Doesn't it anyway. feel like so long ago? I know. I think it was like uh, three days ago. I think Jesus movie. could have died and risen in the time <laughs> that it's been. So I decided <laughs> to talk about The Passion of the Christ. Oh, I love it. Dude. The movie which Fuck. Mel fucking Mel Gibson. Oh my god. Fucking I'm, psycho. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Jim what is his name? Jim Caviezel? Cave- oh yes, he played Jesus. Because he's fucking nuts. He's- yeah, apparently. So I didn't realize this because I, I was looking for stuff about this movie because um, full disclosure I've never seen it I assumed yeah. because it was like a religious thing it would be six hours long it's not it's right. only two hours I can handle that but <laughs> I don't know I, I had no interest in it but um, yeah. yeah this guy like I saw something on YouTube and he was ranting and raving about something not Mel Gibson oh, this time a- but this Jim oh yeah Jim Gibson Kavitsa. I'll let you talk about the thing and then I'll 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 lay in on the old uh Well the thing is the crazy man. Although I think he was crazy when he was on Passion of the Christ. Yeah, well he must have been. 
Right? What were you going to say, Lean? The thing is? Okay, so I don't, I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it got, I mean, it kind of had like mixed reviews, obviously, because of course it's like a religious film. Yeah. Um, but then Mel Gibson was um, accused of, like, it's very anti Semitic. Yeah. Semitic, yeah. Sorry, Semitic. No, that's okay. Um, and he, according to some people, so also I I think that was right around the time that he got caught being racist. I wonder what the timeline on that was actually. Right. So because this movie came out in two thousand four, so it would have been made in like two thousand two or two thousand three. And yeah, he went on. He's been on some crazy rants. Yeah. Basically, this segment of the podcast is how Lena hates Mel Gibson. (laughs) Which I appreciate, Lena. I appreciate. He should not be in the Academy. I mean, if we're going to talk about Will Smith. Yeah. Who he did a stupid thing. And I don't like the Smiths. But if you're going to let Mel Gibson sit up there and be like high and mighty and. Yeah. Yeah. He has said some horrible things on multiple occasions about Jews, about black people, and it's—he's quite the horrible yeah, even person. Just, he's horrible. He's even just to women. He's yeah, he, and he's yeah. beat his wife. He's knocked her teeth out. He oh, is shit. an atrocious pe- person, and he made this fucking religious movie, which Catholics fawned all over. And it's oh, it's, I was wondering if well, it, if they did like it or not, or if it was like <laughs> a lot of people did like it. Right. Okay. But it um. So the main thing is why I was criticized was that um. So the main storyline was presented as Jesus as having been he's relentlessly pursued by an evil cabal of Jews, oh. headed by you know a high priest who finally blackmailed a weak kneed Pontius Pilate into putting Jesus to death. So it's all the Jews. Right. Like the whole yeah. movie is, so is was... the Jews fault that Jesus died, and yeah. I don't know that. Um... I mean, the Bible's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one knows well, what happened, and it just seems very. It's very anti-Jewish, and Mel Gibson himself has said horrible things. So this is just his like brainchild of something. Yeah, it's kind of like this big, like awful anti-Semitic racist thing that he he. Uh, he, he, he like disguised as um, a art religious or yeah. you know, art or something. Yeah, he's trying to disguise his art, but he's not smart enough to do. No, and he's, I mean, yeah. I have a really complicated relationship with Mel Gibson because I grew up loving him. He was part of like... I think everyone I in seeing... the 90s did, honestly. Yeah. I've everyone did. So it was like Braveheart. I still really love All the Lethal Weapons. But totally I mean, horrible, horrible person. Horrible. Per- well, this is the thing. This is this always goes back to the debate. Can yeah. you se- separate the art um, art from the artist? Me personally, I can't do it. It's hard. I can't I find either. Myself- I just I dislike him immensely. I think he's like I can't. After watching that documentary he's on Bill Cosby, I mean, I was never comfortable with watching it after I found out all that stuff. But like Bill Cosby, I can't now. I'm like that's the. Yeah, Woody Allen, Woody I don't Allen, fuck with at like all. Never. I don't. Yeah. 
Like Mel Gibson, the hard one. Though, why does he get a? He does get a little bit more of a pass. He does. He was sitting, you know, in the audience I mean, at the Oscars when Will Smith is now being. Oh, I didn't know he was actually at the Oscars. He's, he's never been thrown out. He's never. I mean, okay. I mean, he he was sitting there, and he's never been. You know, his membership has never been challenged. I suppose in terms of like things that he's done, and sort of, I mean, like Woody Allen raped children. Or maybe just one. Yeah, and Mel Gibson beat his wife yeah. and told Winona Ryder, or asked if she was um, an oven dodger because she's Jewish. Yeah, like he's horrible. And his dad is—he um, is denied this for himself, but his dad is a Holocaust denier. I knew that. Yeah. I yeah. So that. like, he should not be anywhere near the Academy, which is I miss. It's run mostly by Jews. Come on, it's Hollywood. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kick him out. Kick him out. So um, yeah, I don't know. He just cool. he just yeah. he's absolutely rubbed me the wrong way. I thought this movie was like kind of funny to bring up because this is so like yeah. What's well, the word? Not- What's the word like? I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a millionaire and he made this himself. Like he funded it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, so it was all self funded and whatever. It was like an independent yeah. movie. I think so. Like he was behind <sighs> I, this I completely. Think, I it was produced, directed, and co-written by him. Co-written? The Bible? <laughs> he didn't co-write the Bible. He made some shit up. Like, he wrote it with God. I, I guess. He's an atrocious mess, and I hate him. And I didn't actually watch the movie. Because <laughs> I'm a you. horrible uh, podcast person. But, um, but also, don't, no, play, don't pay into that thing, then. I think that's no. fair. Um, I saw. I it respect way back. That I am. I am honestly. I am curious about it. I just. I thought it was six hours long. To be honest, I that's the only thing it, that threw me off. I but it's it only like, two hours long. So back in the day, but I don't. I don't remember. I remember it being quite like violent and like gory. Yeah, I think like Roger well, that- Roger Ebert said um, it was one of the most violent movies he's ever seen. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's all in the uh, subtitles, right? Like, it's not in English. Like, it's... The dialogue's apparently all in Hebrew, Latin. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah like, it's... It's um, pretty crazy. This is, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just realizing, too, that the... Uh, uh, basically this is like john travolta tried to do this years later with scientology and make battlefield earth and it just oh my never God, came yes, to fruition like, well you know what never, like there is how many christians in the world and there has how many scientologists so it might not be you know he's got a smaller <laughs> audience yet you know you got a smaller audience but it made me laugh because as soon as lena was like oh this is like his brainchild of like this like i'm going to retell the story of yeah and then i was just like oh this is like when john travolta <laughs> Who is actually not a bad person? Who was no, no, no. He was probably um, blackmailed into making that movie because Scientology was so fucked up that they yeah. probably just made him make this, and it was a horrible mess. And I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna try to find it tonight. Maybe eat an edible. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh I like and that. And watch how fucked up on. it is. <laughs> watch Patrick. I'm like, Christ never mind. Hold watch- on, I have to get on our plane. <laughs> oh yeah, don't. Do that. Um. Or watch I feel Battle like Battlefield Earth. Earth would be more like. Yeah. I feel like that's better to watch. Maybe. I think the Passion of the Christ. If I'm high, I might like cry and run into like, run into yeah. the basement and hide in a corner. But um, okay, can I tell Battlefield you Battlefield Earth? Crazy... I think I could do. 
Can I also, by the way, I think we mentioned this last week, but uh, Will Smith is a Scientologist, which you didn't know. Yeah. So, is he? That tracks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very Him and Jada. <gasps> yeah. I didn't know. know that. I mean, I'm actually not Why? surprised, but I had no idea. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to hear the craziness of, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name correctly. Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Yes, yeah. please. Yes. yes Cause I, so, I think he's crazy, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. I mean, not, I'm going off of memory. There is an amazing podcast called QA anonymous or Q anonymous. Um, if you want to know anything about, um, like Q anonymous, the cult that's right. Yeah. Oh America, yeah. Uh, this podcast covers everything. It's so good. Anyways. Um, they did an episode on him because he is also in the QAnon world. Oh, God. Um, no wonder he starred in Mel Gibson's movie. Fuck. Yeah, so I don't... I, <laughs> I They do talk about how he was probably crazy in the first place, but he apparently was struck by lightning, speaking of lightning, uh, twice during the Passion of the Christ filming. Uh-huh. A kid, yeah. <laughs> which maybe they should have taken as a sign. Um, <laughs> and also, like safety first. What is he doing? Yeah, so Just then... standing in a field with like a metal pole. Sorry, <laughs> carry on. Probably. Um, so then he was in Person of Interest, which I started watching. Uh, just recently and was kind of enjoying. And then I found out all the stuff, and now I can't watch it anymore because he got really into i think when he was playing jesus obviously he got very into it and he got very into playing this kind of he's like a like a former spy and i don't know it's very whatever but he wanted to beat up the people like when he was interrogating people he was like i want to beat them up though and oh people, the the like crew were like no you're acting and he's like no but i i think that i th-, and like he always wanted the character to be more violent to use more guns like to right. do all crazy oh. shit. Like he got, he's trying he, like, to go method. He he was method, but then he was like very dangerous. <laughs> but also crazy, and people, yes. And people would stop working with him because he was dangerous to work with. Like he would hurt people. So, oh. um, and now he is in this QAnon um, film that they're making. He has done uh, talks at QAnon. So yeah, he mental. Um, go oh, listen to this episode uh, <laughs> on QAnon. Yeah, he mental. He mental. It's very. Uh, it's interesting though that it ties back into this passion of the Christ thing because totally, yeah. Whether that he was just already a, like two crazy people made that thing, basically. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's called the the podcast is called QAnon. Anonymous. The episode is 143. Jim Caviezel enter the Cavortex, featuring pod favorite Dave Anthony from Dave Anthony's from Dollop, right? Yeah. So the Dollop podcast. So yeah, go listen to that. It's amazing and it's super weird. Yeah, I'd love to hear that actually. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So playing Jesus could fuck you up, Brittany. And so, same with <laughs> God damn. I'm glad they didn't. Oh my god! You, you know, know what? Like really funny. What's that? F- not full circle, but he was in the movie GI Jane. Oh, <laughs> damn! That is full circle. That is full circle. It's not really, but it is because of what we were talking about. Yeah, with the Will Smith and the joke and the yeah. Oh my god! Interesting. 
Now we're in a it. whole situation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should, should we mosey on over? Oh, uh, to the, uh, the the cocktail, the drink, the, drink. the, the wine, the drinking, the the drinking section of the pod. <laughs> so, <Yes>. um, <laughs> I think probably red wine or wine is very traditional for Easter because you guys drink it for. <laughs> I don't ever drink, drink red I'm wine, sure. but yes. Okay, but in like Catholicism, sure. you drink in church. You have to hear a lot of wine, you know, if you're yeah. up there. Sure, yeah. yeah. The blood of Jesus, yeah. as Le- Lena earlier <laughs> proclaimed. Yeah. Thank you, Carla. Also, I'm good. hearing a lot of you, a lot of you guyses. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Was I doing I that too? No, I was, no, Carla. I'm doing it. Sorry, I was making fun of her. I mean, <laughs> you guyses. You guyses that went to the Catholic. You guys. You, you girlses. Know, you girlses. You broads that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Catholic brats with your hats. Yeah, like with your fancy fucking fi- ferret hat. <laughs> Ferrets. Ooh, ferret would look good in there. I could see a ferret, ferret being be stuffed good. in a hat. That'd be good. I can too. Actually, it would it would go around yes. the corner nice. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I don't know where a ferret. What's well, that? What? I don't know where a bird either. So there you go. <laughs> well, you can't be in the parade then. Fine. Um, so yeah i i picked this week uh, for wine and i decided to pick blasted church vineyards um because of their name basically so they are located in the okanagan falls in bc if you are going along the corkscrew drive between penticton and okanagan falls that's where you will find this um, it's a pretty big winery. It produces over 25,000 cases of wine per year. Uh, they were actually, I think, one of the first Okanagan ventures to produce all their wines with screw-top bottle caps. Oh, really? Yeah. And one day we're going to have to do an episode on, or not an episode, but we're going to have to talk about quirks because we're running out. But also, I don't like it when it's a screw-top. It's not as romantic um, when you don't have that experience. It does seem like it. kind of cheaper, but it's yeah. more um, convenient. <laughs> it is. And I think it's probably environmentally better. But anyways, we'll leave that for another day. Um, it was started in 2002 by Evelyn and Chris Campbell. The property once housed a wooden church. So I was trying to figure out there was apparently a deserted mining camp here. And it's right near the, um, I'm going to mispronounce this, Saka Lake. Anybody know? Oh, uh, no, uh, Skaha. Skaha, okay. Uh, Skaha Lake. And so back in 1929, a group of pioneers were sent to this deserted mining camp. So I don't know what they were mining in the Okanagan. I didn't even know they were mining in the Okanagan in 1929. Actually, that makes sense. Never mind. Um. <laughs> hold on. Like, hey, hold on. I would like to retract that statement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, no, they were mining in the Crozenes Pass in like 1901. So never mind. Um, not that they're the same area. Well, they're close. Anyways, they um these this group of pioneers they were sent down there to dismantle the church, and so they uh, they actually used a dynamite to loosen okay. the main structure from the foundation 
and only the steeple was quote-unquote sacrificed during this process. So they literally blasted a church and they moved it. And so actually you can see it. It still stands in the Okanagan Falls. It's a 120-year-old wooden church. Um, so they took it off the, the what was going to become a vineyard. And that's why they named it there. Uh, their labels, they usually have a lot of like iconography. I'm like, nope, this can't, I can't do this word. I, I said it earlier uh, and I was fine. You got this. I can, I can, iconographic holy subjects um, in modern scenes. So, yeah, Angelina, like, okay, you've, I've got one on me right now. Yeah, you've got the, what did we just, Viognier, Viognier? The Viognier. Um, so I brought it up to the podcast room. Ooh, and I uh, I put it in a, in a chiller with ice. Oh, nice. And I was like, Mike, does this Ooh. look tacky? He's like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I thought you were doing a podcast. And I was like, whatever. Um, okay, so this You're doing a podcast angel, on alcohol, so you're fine. That's yes, a, this amazing. angel is in a skate park. Ah, there you oh, go. that's very cool. Okay, so um, yeah, it's a really cool label, um, and it's it's a it's a very good wine too. I'd never uh, had this one before, so it's very good. Yeah, I haven't been to the vineyard yet, Brittany. You've been to? I'm wondering if I have or not. I was actually that's what I was doing. I was like <laughs> desperately trying to find a picture of the vineyard so oh, I could okay. see. But you know what's hard about vineyards, and specifically in one region, is that. They look very yeah, similar. Yeah, you never remember like, where you're, you've been or what you've bought. Yeah. or it's, it's just a shit show. And honestly, like, I've been through, like, I, me and Lena would have potentially been there because we went through kind of the south of Kelowna breweries or uh, vineyards. Right. So it would have been, like, sort of Penticton, Summerland. So this is, if you guys... Um, if you is guys it on know, the other side, though? It yeah. says Okanagan Falls. So is that on the other side of the lake? I have no idea. I'm going to find out. I'm just going to get a look on the thing. Blasted I have a feeling that I haven't been to this one. But... It sounds really familiar to me. But it's quite a I big say this Like I said, it's quite a it's, big It's pretty popular, it. too. It's, I mean, oh, you, it's can, you can get it, like, anywhere. It's south of <laughs> Oh, I didn't even know there was a lake south. Okay, so that's what the... What did you call it? Sorry? That's Skaha. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a lake. So yeah, so this is south of... So there's Kelowna, and then south of Kelowna is Penticton, and then south, south. So... Uh, well, south of Penticton, yeah. So Penticton is in the middle of the Okanagan. Okanagan's on one side and Skaha's on the other side. Okay. There's two lakes. Right. Um, um, this I think yeah. is an area that is a little bit more deserty, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, yeah, because you're kind of get out of the. Um, well, you'd be right on the lake here, so yeah. you'd be. But this uh, this whole area is very deserty. Yeah. Like I always forget that when I go to the Okanagan, I'm always like ah, because I crave humidity, <laughs> and for some yeah. reason, because it's surrounded by lakes, like, I'm always oh. like. I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be. I'm gonna be like, so whatever. And then I get there, and I'm like, God, it's dry here. <laughs> but the good thing um, is, for that, is that it then produces some very nice red wine. 
Yeah, super nice red wines. Well, uh, very nice gamays, very nice. Uh, and like your cap stabs, that's like your heavier. That that's what you need, like the desert, that dry desert mm-hmm. for the heat for. for the bigger reds. Um, yeah, so it, it's a really unique region actually mm-hmm. because. It is like surrounded by lakes. It's extremely deserty, but you look at the it's it's like mountainous and desert and it's like mountains, deserts, and lakes because yeah. you look at the mountains and they're essentially sand mountains. Like they're not yeah. rigid rocky mountains. No, they're, they're very like, small. Like they're small compared to um, the yeah the Rocky Mountains. It's it's very um, va- va- valley valley esque. Is that a word? Yeah, definitely. Valerie. Yeah. Ben's going to call it Valerie. Very Valerie. Very Valerie. (laughs) Very Valerie (laughs) Bure. DJ Tanner. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very DJ Tanner uh, husband. (laughs) That's just that lost. That lost. It's lost. Um, Never mind. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I want to go. And you know what? I'm going to be back down there in like a couple weeks. So now I'm just like, ooh. Hopefully we will be able to do another wine trip this year so we can educate you guys on all the wine, you know, because it's really important for the podcast. It's very and important for the podcast, too. Yes, it's <laughs> educational. <laughs> for us to get All right, you guys. Well, what do you figure? Out. That was Well, I'm going to go have an edible episode. and watch The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I'm going to go continue gonna go to pack- feel guilty about everything. I'm going to go uh, pack for the flight I have to be on in seven <laughs> in five hours. Minutes? Okay, great. Oh. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think we did it again. Yeah. We did We're grateful. Episode. You guys. Oops, we did uh, it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have our 100th episode uh, uh-huh. coming out here yeah. pretty quick. So. Uh, we don't know what that means, but look for fun stuff because it's going to be a big episode and we're really excited about yeah. um, excited about that. It's been a long journey and um, we are grateful that you have been part of it. So uh, we'll catch you next time. We love you. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.